Christmas, you filthy animal. Hey, this is Sharks Across Hollywood, and it is week two of Christmas bullshit for 2021, and it's our last episode of the year. Um, <laughs> it sounded like you had a title there for a second. <laughs> Christmas cock sucking fuck nuggets. Oh, that sounds way more exciting than my month has been. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about Gremlins, so we're we're going out with a with actually a fucking awesome movie for the year. I do like this movie a lot. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, I didn't I didn't love it. You didn't? No. What the fuck, man? A lot of the cracks are showing these days. Uh, yeah. Who cares? We've we've seen way worse movies. We've covered way worse movies on the show. Don't worry. That's true. You know, I'm I'm not trying to shit on Gremlins at all, but it's um it's not as good as I remember it. Do you celebrate Columbus Day by watching this? <laughs> what? Because it was oh, written cause by it was Chris written Columbus. By <laughs> I that's a joke from Big Bang Theory, everybody. You're welcome. Mass oh appeal. God. Mass crowd appeal. Fuck you. I remember I only remember that episode because it was that that joke was so funny. I think it's Leonard, he goes to Penny and he's like, We're celebrating Columbus Day by watching Gremlins and uh the Goonies and young Sherlock Holmes. And she's like Did Columbus write the Goonies? Yeah. Too? She's like, Why? He's like, Because they were all written by Chris Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Columbus is the writer of the Goonies. Of course, he went on to direct the first two Home Alone movies and the first two Harry Potter movies really yeah nice to have those under your belt yeah he's he's not hurting for money like at all i don't think so gremlins came out in 1984 directed by what the fuck's that guy's i forgot his name joe dante joe dante thank you it was directed by joe dante yeah, his I name can't just fucking remember what else joe dante has done he remade this movie like 15 years later and called it small soldiers instead <laughs> it's a very similar plot fuck, i forgot about <laughs> i also soldiers. i like small soldiers quite a bit i that was a young kirsten dunst like yes three years before she did spider-man this movie opens kind of weird it, it opens like it's a different movie that it's going to be don't you think i mean it opens to you know like a christmas celebration it's very obviously the christmas season christmas is right around the corner we're at a we're a in christmas chinatown. tree lot oh chinatown oh, fuck, that's right. yeah it opens in chinatown yeah where dad is walking around and oh, there's an opening narration he's like i'm gonna tell you a story and that's right yeah fuck it's so completely out of place with the rest of the movie <laughs> that i forget that that's the beginning of the movie you asked me about the beginning of gremlins i go to meeting billy as he's on his way to work you go to the universal back lot where they shot back to the future exactly because it's my favorite fucking place in the world because it was in back to the future and i love back to the future that is the same uh courthouse right yeah it's the same and you only you only see it once also this is a warner brothers movie which is weird so but it was shot on the universal back lot well i, I imagine Spielberg. i imagine they do a lot of work with each other you know spielberg because he's a producer yep so i'm imagining he's like yeah uh i did that indiana jones movie for you and that made lots of money so let me do what i want <laughs> yes that was a big fucking hit <laughs> yeah exactly it only came out three years before this so what uh what what year was gremlins was gremlins 84 84 yeah oh gremlins was in 84 once again best year for movies also this is a crazy fucking dark potentially like marketed as a family movie they do lighten it up a lot <laughs> like that i found that a little distracting this time was how many times they kind of digress into just silliness the dad is an inventor because that's what you were back in the day if you wanted to travel around and have 
have adventures and find interesting things, you had to be an inventor. So he follows this little kid into this creepy dungeon of a fucking store that just has all sorts of shit. And, you know, he's like, everything's everything's for sale in my grandpa's shop. And I can't blame him. As he's going down the stairs, he stops and he's like, where the fuck are you taking me, you little <laughs> creep? He doesn't say it le- no. literally. He says, but no wonder nobody like finds this thing or you have to be led down here or something. I would genuinely be worried that I was about to get mugged. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Because it does yep. not look like it's going down into a store. It looks like <laughs> it it's going down into an underground fucking alley. He walks up to the to the proprietor, the little kid's grandpa, and he's this Fu Manchu wearing various very stereotypical Chinese man. And yes, he's like, he's a straight up caricature. He's like, you know what you need? He whips out his invention, which is called the bathroom buddy, and he's like, your shop has everything except this, and it's this giant piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's called the bathroom buddy. And he's like, this is going to revolutionize traveling. Oh, what does he say? What does he say? He's like, he's an inventor. My name is Rand Peltzer. I'm an inventor. I make the impossible or no, I make the illogical logical. Yes, that. What 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 is the other part of his little spiel? He's got he's got another part. Yeah. too. It's, it's like Rand Peltzer. Fantastic ideas for a fantastic world. I make the illogical logical. Believe it or not, that is sort of important later. Not really, but like kind of. The bathroom buddy, or just the fact that the he's fact that the dad's an inventor an because inventor. of all the shit that the mom used to go mom uses to go ham on the gremlins later. That's fair. That's fair. It does come back. He's in this Chinese man's shop who clearly is not interested in anything modern or American. I don't blame him. Fucking white people. No, not at all. He just goes on and he shows him, and then he sprays toothpaste all over himself, and he's like, "That's fine. That's fine." That cleans up real easy i'm like you're a fucking you're a grifter you suck (laughs) you're not a good one either but the whole time he's giving his spiel he hears this like little squeaky thing happening in the background and it's it's actually kind of well delivered and then he like turns around he's like "Eh, never mind and then he just keeps going then it keeps on happening every time he like twitches and turns around a little bit and then finally he's like the fuck oh there's a there's kind of a racist joke before we get to that i must have missed it this time because he's talking about brushing his teeth being on the subway and you have dragon breath he said then there's a gong and then he looks to his he looks down to his right and there's like a little dragon statue and (laughs) And then he looks at the he looks at the guy and goes, you have bad breath. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? 1984. It was fine. And that's about as like problematic as it gets, which is good. Honestly, that's that's super tame for the 80s. Like, I mean, he even it even puts him in a position where the joke like it gets him in trouble. A little. So like he's obviously the asshole in the situation. So, you know, that's that's pretty mellow for the 80s, especially the early 80s. So he finally he finally like decides to go check out the sound. He's like, what the hell is that thing? And then turns out it's a mogwai. Mogwai is a real Chinese demon thing. And I wanted to look at it, but I typed in mogwai into Google and there's a there's a band called mogwai. Yeah, I was going to say that probably gave you the band, didn't it? Chinese culture. There we go. According to Wikipedia, of course, we got to kind of keeping in mind, Chris Columbus, while writing the script, did not have Wikipedia. He I don't know what he had, but whatever he had, um, I'm sure it wasn't as exhaustive as Wikipedia. His wife was Chinese. Really? I don't know. I thought you were dropping some real knowledge on me here mogwai in in chinese monster evil spirit devil or demon okay so the modern popular use of mogwai as demonic is somewhat of a consequence of western influences of chinese chinese language biblical texts translate the satan in the book of job and the greek term diablos as mogwai so <laughs> no shit so uh oh my god i'll bet the satanic panic of the 80s fucking loved that one <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, shit. Dude, that's fun. I, I shit you not. Some of those books. 
What, what's the name of that book? Terror in the Toy Box? Or oh, something? Turmoil in the Toy turmoil Box. Turmoil in the Toy Box. I guarantee that shit gets brought up in that book. That is so funny. That is so fucking funny because my aunt is fucking insane. Sorry, Alice. <laughs> you, uh, you're never going to listen to this. She's out of her fucking mind. I remember she gave me that book when I was a kid. I'm like, what the hell is this? I read a little bit of it. <laughs> Did you see the whole the whole chapter on fucking Cabbage Patch Kids? No, I didn't make it that far. Oh, they, there is a whole chapter on how <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids are satanic totems that are designed to curse children <laughs> and now, invite evil spirits into their hearts. I need it. I want that book. That sounds delightful. <laughs> You have to get you. It's fucking hilarious. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, you definitely gave me that. I probably got rid of it at some point because I'm like, fuck this. And now I didn't I didn't realize then that I would be ironically into that dumb shit. <laughs> Because it's funny. The dad tries to buy the Mogwai, and that's what they refer to him as. His name is not Gizmo yet. They refer to him as Mogwai. They don't even call him the Mogwai. They're just like Mogwai, so like that's his name. Well, yeah, the, the dad starts calling him Mogwai on the trip home. Yeah, so. and he's like, he's like, hey, uh, I'm going to give you $100 for this thing. The proprietor, I, he doesn't have a name. Uh, he's like, get the fuck out of here. You, that's not for sale. That's not for sale because you were going to fuck something up, white man. And then he drops $200 on the table, and the, the guy says, you know, get out. It's not for sale. But as the dad leaves, we... <laughs> the kid follows him with the mogwai cage and he's like my grandpa doesn't know shit we'll we'll finally make some money take it and get out of here but you have to follow the rules oh the rules are very important because they get fucked real quick yeah, yeah. i feel like this this is and i'm sure someone else has said this already but this is basically a cautionary tale about getting your kids a dog <laughs> yes well yeah I'm, I'm like you keep on referring to it, it's like you never refer to the thing as its name you're just like this is my new pet we all know the rules don't expose it to sunlight because it could kill them don't get it wet and don't feed it after midnight yep you gotta have three rules that's what keeps it in makes it stick in the memory it's the rule of threes there's three laws of robotics i have three balls that chick from mall rats had three nipples and gremlin uh, mogwise rather have three rules yes and it reminds me of angry video game nerd again i'm all over him today i can't remember what game he was reviewing but there was like a switch on the back and then he read the read the thing he's like don't expose the sunlight don't 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 get it wet and he's like can you feed it after midnight? <laughs> Just funny. after that we cut to the universal backlot and it's a fucking winter wonderland watching it this time all i could think about was uh the book choreography in which cory feldman describes working that day <laughs> oh good does he because <laughs> yes. he doesn't really get an intro here he like kind of you, you can't really tell it's him you, he yeah. pops up and he's like this sucks and then you, he's done <laughs> for the scene yeah you don't really get to see him but anyway that scene ended up taking forever to shoot and it's all done in the middle of summer in california oh fuck that noise <laughs> and so all the snow was artificial you know and in the 80s i'm sure that was nice yeah so just so, asbestos blowing everywhere well i <laughs> i don't know if it was that but suffice to say what snow there was was made by like an ice truck or something that was blowing snow but then there was also the artificial snow that they had to have in the places where like the kids weren't throwing snowballs at each other and yes. shit you know so yeah Corey basically is like i and and they got me in this fucking pine tree <laughs> suit that they wrapped around it me looks ridiculous and i'm awesome. sweating my balls off <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to look like it's freezing out. Does he talk about voicing Ninja Turtles in that in that book? No, it never oh, comes up. Corey, how I fucking know. dare you? Well, I think it was during his 
bad phase where he was uh, really drugged out. So he forgot about being Donatello? I'm not going to say he forgot about being Donatello. I mean, I think he mentions it, you know, but like it's very much in passing because he was kind of chronicling all the bad shit that happened to him. You can you can see the if you can see the look on my face, I am disappointed in Corey Feldman right now. <laughs> no, he he did mention how he um he was Donatello and then the reason he wasn't for the second movie was because he was so drugged out. Oh, really? Yeah, and then he was able to come back for the third movie yes. and like that was sort of like him trying to get back into uh you know, like that was after he got straightened out and he was trying to sort of recapture his career. For the garbage piece of shit that was Ninja Turtles 3. I am I'm going to speculate that I may end up loving it when we inevitably do it, but at present I do not have good memories. I'm actually glad I was a little kid at the time that I was. Yeah. Because I love that I have sidekicks and double dragon and surf ninjas and stuff. Yeah, I can dig that. I mean, you know, I I feel very lucky about a lot of the things I have too. I have never ending story and I have Oh, which boonies. I bought. I finally bought it, so I'm going to I'm going to show the and kids. And I have Muppet yeah. Babies and I loved I Muppet Babies. GI Joe and He-Man. And then you go back to those and you're like, "The fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> one show that actually holds up better than some of them is the Ninja Turtles show. It's weird. It's not great. It's a I commercial. haven't watched an actual episode in a long time. Like it feels like more than just a commercial for toys. A little. At least that first well, season. Well, because it came from an actual comic book that yeah. had a real story. And those, I know those early episodes at least did sort of re-chronicle. Oh, it had fucking zero to do with the comic. Like like they, they bring in the Mousers and then they meet April and all that. But Well, but yeah, I yeah. mean, they, they kind of do like a really quick brush through of the stories that got more attention in the comic book because those were more adult stories in the comic book but like they, they kind of give you like a clean sanitized version of those so I mean it actually had real stories that it was drawing from and unlike, Splinter's a person instead of a rat unlike fucking you know He-Man or G.I. Joe which or Transformers all of which were just getting made up out of whole cloth just to sell <laughs> toys fucking Transformers you gotta watch that movie dude the, the animated one not the yeah movie. I do have to, I do have to rewatch that even though I'll give I'll give Michael Bay credit that first Transformers movie is pretty good. You gotta find that GoBots episode where they're throwing people into lava. Oh yeah! What the fuck? <laughs> that shit fucked me up as a kid. Well, what we're talking about now is half relevant because it did take place in the 80s. And it did fuck me up as a kid. Speaking of cartoons, why wasn't there a Gremlins cartoon show? I feel like there had to have been. Like, even if just very briefly. Like, you have Billy and Kate and Gizmo. Yeah, I'm, being... I'm fairly certain for a very, very brief period there was a Gremlins cartoon let's see not yet really not yet as in it's coming next next year what yeah <laughs> what yeah <laughs> was there a gremlins cartoon cartoon series secrets of the mogwai is heading to cartoon network at hbo max what the fuck <laughs> That is fucking random, dude. So RoboCop and Terminator, no, RoboCop got its own fucking show and Swamp Thing and... Toxic Avenger. And Toxic Avenger, because that's what you do. And the Rubik's Cube got its own cartoon. And the cartoon. Rubik's Cube. This is actually a good idea. <laughs> Gremlins would have made a great cartoon. It would have been, you know, like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters made a great cartoon. Yeah, I can imagine they would be like Gremlins, but it would be it would, it would would be more supernaturally weird stuff. And it would be them going on adventures with Gizmo and stuff. And, you and know, the Chinese guy would have to be there he, he's Absolutely. like their mentor character yeah, he's got to come back exactly as the yeah, mentor of course but they didn't do that yeah just like they weird. didn't make a fucking jurassic park cartoon until now i can see the fucking cartoon in my head i can see that animation style it's done in my mind it's done a uh, real ghostbuster style with billy and what was her name again kate kate billy and kate look like them from the movie except animated ghostbuster style that would have been Gi awesome gizmo's there he's a little bit bigger because they can't draw quite that fine and he talks 
talks. You know, so he's like knee high now. And he talk talks. But like, well, he talks, but he talks in that same squeaky voice. But he's like forming mostly full sentences yeah. now. He's talking like a three year old. Beetlejuice got his own cartoon, and he was crazy. And he was a good guy in that. He was a good guy in the cartoon. Him and Lydia were best friends. <laughs> That's so funny because if because when I went back and rewatched it a couple of years ago, I was like, "Wow, this is a lot fucking darker than I remember." The cartoon, being. no, the movie. Oh, the movie. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I didn't remember that Beetlejuice was just a straight up bad guy in that. I like, like the part was. where he says he kicks over the tree and says, "Nice fucking model," and honks his nuts. <laughs> you know, for kids. The funny, <laughs> the funny thing is, there's that scene where he's explaining the need to get married thing, and he says, "I'm what you might call an illegal alien," but he says it in that Michael. Keaton Beetlejuice voice. How much do I call illegal alien? I thought, for some reason, I got in my head that he said, I'm what you might call a Millie Galillion. I have no idea what that was supposed to mean in my mind. And none of them make any sense. No, but I swear to God, 20 years, that's what I thought he said. I'm a Millie Galillion. Like, what the fuck is that even supposed to mean? But then that whole monologue, because I didn't understand the illegal alien part, made no sense. Then he's like, I gotta get married. <laughs> what? Uh, Yeah, the kids like that movie, too. That's a good movie. Where, where a fuck weird family like you want to watch child's play sure you want to watch ninja turtles no like fuck you they're always like i i try to turn on the fucking original ninja turtles the 1990 movie and they're like the fuck's this <laughs> just no give on that one <laughs> and i'm like it's fucking ninja turtles they're like no the other one they want to watch the michael bay shit yes oh i'm so disappointed well the first one's not as bad as it should have been and the second one is not as good as it could have been and it bums me out so many wrong choices that those are movies that we would have to get to because i have a lot to say so let's talk about gremlins instead all right let's talk about it <laughs> um fuck we're still at so the opening winter wonderland winter wonderland yeah uh let's go let, let's go watch billy try to start his foreign car Dick Miller hates foreigners. <laughs> I knew so many fucking guys like this growing <laughs> up. Like the belligerently vocal hates foreigners guy. I grew up with so many uh, of them. It's pretty funny because it'll come back to God haunt him. foreign car. The foreign car. This this fucking tractor I've had for 15 years. It's Kentucky made. That's why. That's why it works. Because fucking from Kentucky. I'm like, yeah, the guy was fucking his sister the whole time he was making it. <laughs> And later on, he can't get the fucking thing started. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because like, it has foreign parts in it. It's not me fucking projecting. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> right. He does. He does say that. Now that and I also wrote down that that is the cutest fucking dog ever. His dog, Barney. Oh, I, I don't get it. I guess Barney kind of looks a little like Doodles. Yeah. Doesn't she, he? Yeah. He does. And I've never cared for that type of breed as far as looks. I know they're very sweet dogs. Me neither. But, but yeah. those ears, dude, they fucking kill me. <laughs> I don't know. Barney just looks so fucking ratty barney serves no fucking purpose nope well i mean aside from to paint what's <laughs> mrs, mrs. Deagle, deagle as the wicked Ugh. witch of the west mrs deagle is horrible and we'll get to her and i cheer every time i see her death scene <laughs> um so there's that and billy draws comics apparently which never really comes back aside from one scene where he draws mrs deagle as a monster have you seen the key and peel sketch that's a pretty good one no i, I, have to. I still need to watch some key and this dude this dude comes in during the pitch meeting for gremlins too <laughs> and is like co out of his mind <laughs> and also like clearly somewhat insane to begin with <laughs> and he's like we're just gonna go around the table and we're gonna come up what is your idea what what's your idea and this guy's like um a giant spider gremlin he's like that's in the movie now and then he goes to the next one. what's your idea uh a transvestite gremlin it's in the movie and he just goes around the entire writer's table he's like what's the craziest thing you can think of <laughs> so there's a guy named dr moreau who lives in this town with everybody <laughs> 
I, ju- I wrote that down because I wanted what? to. Yeah. He says, as when Billy's going to work, he's like, hi, Dr. Moreau. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything. It's just like a, in passing. So Billy works at a bank and apparently he can take his dog there because his dog is well enough behaved, presumably, usually. <laughs> to uh just stay under the counter until shitty neighbors show up um he works with phoebe cates though so life is good i think and she obviously likes him yeah and she's so fucking cute she is you can't deny phoebe cates in the early 80s like it she's adorable and her name is kate in the movie i wonder if that got confusing maybe that's why they named her kate (laughs) uh so mrs deagle shows up with a with a busted (laughs) snowman head that apparently billy's dog broke i don't know if that's true or not because we don't have a scene where that happens do do they do the wicked witch of the west music when she shows up probably i feel like when she's walking by or like when she's walking toward the bank they do the (laughs) it is a warner brothers movie so probably (laughs) yeah but yeah she is like she is evil and i hate her way the fuck over the top she lives way too long she's like i'm 100 percent with you on that yeah <laughs> i i do cheer when she gets launched out that fucking window like oh my god she comes in she's like i want your dog like wow and she's like i'm gonna take him to the kennel and he'll be put down i'm like what the fuck and then she's like but if we if you don't let me take him to the kennel i'll get my hands on him and then you have no idea what i'll do and billy's like what will you do and he's like dead serious not like <laughs> what are you gonna do bitch and he's like <laughs> no billy will like, you do oh my god he's so sincere i don't like her and i'm glad she dies i think that was by design barney then unties himself from his leash under the fucking desk and goes after her because she deserves it and then judge reinhold shows up (laughs) for like a second he doesn't actually do anything in the movie he shows up to be a douche and then he leaves yeah he's got what has he got he's got like two he doesn't even get a gremlin scene no i can imagine that him and phoebe cates were friends because they were in fast times together and then he's just like yeah i'll do it was that before or after this that was before i think that was was. like 80 80 or 81 or something i don't know but i know i know they were in it together but (laughs) because they're both in that iconic scene judge reynolds jacking off and she's coming out of the pool yeah top off but uh like yeah he he, you would think that that character because he's set up as such a fucking tool you would think they were set (laughs) it up like they did with mrs deagle maybe it's a for him to have a nice comeuppance scene later on in the movie never happens yeah it's kind of a bummer maybe they cut it out could be it might be on the cutting room floor somewhere maybe gremlins the director's cut is going to feature it they end up at a bar that night and and here's judge reinhold again (laughs) being a dickhole i wrote down they talk at a bar and judge is a douche and nothing happens to him huh so phoebe or i called her phoebe for like the first part of my notes because i couldn't remember her name kate is working at this bar at night while also working at the bank but she's she's doing it out of the goodness of her heart not getting paid so the owner doesn't have to hire a new waitress so it doesn't have to pay anybody she's just volunteering because she's a nice person yeah that that's really sweet of her but i'm definitely <laughs> like getting some r slash anti-work vibes off of that like that feels fucking wrong like maybe that bar needs to go out of business if that's their maybe if that's the way they're operating judge reinhold because i can't remember his name oh his name's like gerald or something he he tells kate he judge dick i I just thought this joke was kind of funny he's like (laughs) hey you haven't seen the new apartment have you and she's like i haven't seen your old apartment (laughs) and then she picks like some lint off of billy's Billy's lapel and i'm like oh she likes it they're so fucking cute i want them to have babies and they don't see the line i remember the most from 
from that sequence is when he goes, you got to come over. I'm talking cable. Oh, I'm talking. I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I'm talking cable. Like, this is 1984 for sure. That's cool. Yeah. In, in 1984, cable was fucking expensive. <laughs> that was a status symbol. Oh, my God. So then after that, that, that was just a quick side note. We go home and Billy's trying to help his mom because he's nice and the egg machine doesn't work because his dad invented it and blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, and I'm surprised that the mom, you saw how she was cutting the onions while she was watching that movie. I'm surprised she didn't cut her fucking fingers off. That was just a side note that I... <laughs> Dad's home and he he got the Mogwai for Billy as a present. Apparently, he's been looking all over for something just like it, is what he says at the beginning. Like, Dad's full of shit. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Everything is hyperbolic that comes out of this dude's <laughs> mouth. Like, he, he has no sense of proportion. Everything is either the greatest thing or nothing. And I wrote down that our first look at him and he is the fucking cutest animatronic you have ever seen in your entire life. It's pretty cute. I can't deny. Uh, the way that nose works is, I think, what really sells it. They nailed that nose. I love the animatronics in this. They're actually pretty crude, some, oh, yeah. some of them, but I like it. No, the animatronics are like probably shockingly crude. If you actually saw one in, in real life, you'd be like, what the fuck? But in the content and the confines of this movie, it works really well. When we actually get to the gremlins, you know how they animate them, right? They just have a thing that opens their mouth and then the puppeteer just jiggles them around. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what happens. Corey, again, like described all of the various oh. mogwais that they have and how he uh, he asked if he could take one home. And they were like, I don't fucking think so, kid. Expensive. These things are like $40,000 each. <laughs> but apparently they had, you know, like a dozen of them or something like that. And they had like all these fucking cables and shit coming at them, which is which is what they, you know, like it was all manual controls. You know, everything was hand controlled. Well, not the, not the mogwais. I'm talking about like the gremlins when they're at the bar. Especially. No, no. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I'm talking about the mogwai specifically everything was hand controlled so like all of that nose movement the eye movement the cheek the ears everything 12 people are working that face yeah they got like <laughs> all these fucking ca all all these tension cables going up into them which which you know you've got a puppeteer in the back working them in sync with each other you know all these people coordinating to make this thing's face movement is like god damn it's fucking impressive it's a lot yeah it's kind of it's, it's nuts though isn't it i mean it was the 80s so granted we could do that with like one button now yeah but they wouldn't they'd just be like we have a computer which is fine because again cgi actually i mean you know doesn't look the, awful the funny days. thing is uh they actually built bb-8 for star wars they did do that yeah that's that's a jj abrams thing though i think that's just yeah that's true. him being himself he, he's 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 all hung up on trying to be the modern spielberg so he can get away with that shit he's making a good effort i really like super eight he is a modern spielberg in that sometimes he's very hit and sometimes he's very miss because spielberg was like that spielberg did some amazing work and he did some total fucking Yeah, the dude garbage. took some big swings and missed a lot, didn't he? Like, I mean, he made Hook, which is a cult classic now. Hook has some wonderful elements to it, but it also has some complete cornball cheese. You know how long that fucking movie is? Yeah. It's like two and a half hours it's long. It's really fucking long. Like, what are we doing? For a family movie? And like, I you do loved not it expect too. it to go that long. I, and I like it. It's I think it's fun, but there's parts of it I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, I have, yeah. A, I have it on laser discs, so it's like four discs. Oh, yep, after we meet Gizmo, oh, he, uh, the mom tries to take a picture and she's just the mom because they don't i don't fucking think they name her ever she takes a picture with the flash on it scares the shit out of gizmo so bright lights he doesn't like bright lights but sunlight will kill him so chill the fuck out yep. everybody so later on that night billy and gizmo are just hanging out and gizmo's being all cute and he sings and he's matching tones on this weird little keyboard but then gizmo falls the fuck over falls into the garbage can breaks his head and dies and he dies and the movie's over it's a lot shorter than i thought it was yeah. going to be the juicer billy <laughs> billy <laughs> i love that he's so fucking juicer he's so tentative oh about it God. he grabs a glass out of 
the cupboard. He blows in it, which I do the same thing. I don't know why. And then he he walks very, very slowly towards the juicer like it's going to explode <laughs> before he even does anything with it. Then he you can <laughs> see him going, this is a bad idea. Am I going like, to? He yeah. knows. And he grabs he an orange. He puts it in the thing and then he kind of stands back and then he just gets a big smile on his face because it starts working. Billy is such an innocent. He's he's an, he's an adorable <laughs> dude. We like Billy. He's such a fucking he's a he's a good guy. Yeah. No, he's he's he is exactly like you said. He's an innocent. Yeah. And then, you know, sure enough, the fucking juicer goes on the fritz and starts exploding everywhere. Just fucking pulp <laughs> on every wall, every surface in the kitchen. I just looked at that and got disheartened. <laughs> I feel bad for Billy now. <sighs> Make Pete clean it up with that stupid tree costume. And then Pete shows up. <laughs> yeah. Pete, by the way, played by Corey Feldman, shows up to deliver the tree, the, the Christmas tree that will be sort of important later to Billy's house. And apparently they're friends, sort of. Billy, it's, it's another one of the, it's like the room. They just have a random little child come and hang out with them. Yeah, it's a little weird, you know. But it's also a small town, so I imagine shit like that kind of Yeah, happened. I. it's probably one of those situations where like they've been neighbors long enough that it's like the kid just is part of your life, you know. Like that happens. That yeah. definitely happens. It's, it's not as weird as it is in the room where Tommy's clearly like pushing 50 and he's got <laughs> fucking 17 year old what was his uh, name andy or bob fuck i don't remember but he's like i can't even remember can i come upstairs with you guys <laughs> i just don't like watching weird. you together you i just like watching creep. you guys yeah Ugh. even that girl that just poor the corner that off. poor girl she's <laughs> such a sweetheart if you, any interview you've ever seen with her she's such a nice person and tommy was so was a fucking creepy <laughs> asshole <laughs> that poor poor girl she did not have a good time making that movie <laughs> no i get the feeling she probably didn't so gizmo sees race cars on the tv because they they watch a lot of fucking old movies in this yeah uh it's, that, that's cable in 1984 that might not have them yeah it's cable in 1984 i think that's just no, network that's just tel- tv yeah, yeah. network daytime network tv there was a lot of old movies on and it's not like they had the entire warner brothers back catalog to dig through for, yeah. to find yeah. an old movie to play for gizmo pete meets gizmo and he loves gizmo for like five fucking minutes until he gets bored until billy's like you can't have one billy's gonna show pete like hey man check this thing out it's he's it's my cute little friend uh and he'll sing for you maybe he seems to like you okay all that shit pete knocks over the the cup with the is that the reason he's a fucking painter just so they could have had a cup of water on his desk <laughs> i think you found it you found the reason billy is an artist that just so they me. could have that cup full of water and paintbrushes on his desk and poor gizmo he gets a little tiny bit of water on him because pete knocks the water cup over. he gets uh, he gets like five drops i I, th- I think the idea is like one oh oh yeah, that actually makes sense yeah ball per drop of water yeah and it looks really painful poor guy he's really sad after this happens but his back starts like bubbling he's like it's like on the toxic avenger is just like <laughs> yeah it looks nasty and then little little furry things fly off of him and his little face is so horrified oh, at I what's know. happening they do it's a so really sad. good job uh ratchet and clank 2 going commando i believe is the name they rip off this idea kind of for the for the villains that you're fighting in that uh-huh. game I, they're called proto pets and they multiply but turns out they multiply too fast and they start eating people <laughs> <laughs> i love that game that game is the fucking best nice i played the ratchet and clank remake that was pretty good that was awesome the story is garbage i hate the 
fucking story in that sh- in that <laughs> it's game. Pretty stupid, but the and it was, a, it was it's a fun game. They took away like at least half of the sense of humor that the, that that series had. Oh, really? And it really bummed me out. So like the original was way funnier. Yeah. Oh, it had that it had that early two thousands like edge lord kind of humor, but not really. Ratchet and Clank were nice, but that Ratchet was kind of a dick. Huh. But in in the in the remake, he's just a sweet guy. He's like, okay, Clank, let's be best friends. But in in the original one, he's like, hey, uh, Clank, you're in the fucking way. Get out of here. Leave me alone. <laughs> really? I wanna because <laughs> he like blows up his ship and he's pissed at him the whole time oh wow they changed it a lot it sounds like those games are the best those those original three games especially everybody should play them forever so uh what is that ratchet and clank and then going commando and then then, was the third one up your arsenal yeah (laughs) solid puns in those titles and it gets it it just gets dumber and dumber as you go along it's fun (laughs) ratchet deadlocked is apparently one that people don't like because you don't get to actually use clank in that one but but you're on you're on like a not a prison planet but i'm not gonna lie i could have done without clank play the original one but that's that's why a lot of people didn't like it but you know it just plays slightly differently hmm. but you're you get kidnapped to be on this game show it's like running man kind of no <laughs> but, but <laughs> okay. ratchet and clank style all right and then they just kept fucking going forever and i'm like wow i haven't played them all yet like that's i want to yeah i i like that when i finished it like i liked it enough to play it all the way to the end hey you know what i'll do i will buy the original trilogy again if they re-release it on ps4 i will do that because i'm an idiot well i mean you can get it you get you get the you know just the straight port of the ps2 version no i have it for the ps3 i have the original trilogy for the ps3 the remastered trilogy for yeah. the ps3 yeah and no i mean like they have they have just the straight ports for uh, they, they don't have them on the network for though. the ps4 yeah they don't i've tried oh i've looked Do they not they don't oh, i thought they did. otherwise i would have them all because i really want to play them all again i was mistook yeah those are the ones i'm like they're fucking playstation games or i guess they're insomniac games but still yeah but they're like insomniac's flagship series like they only have that it's the Spider-Man. closest thing that playstation ever had to a mascot really yeah god they're fun anyways sorry about the ratchet and clank sidetrack the new mogwais who that pop up it's kind of gross like they they uncurl and like they're yeah, little they're, they're kind of slimy they're a little juicy and then of course you see you see the one with the with the mohawk and pete's like that one has a stripe thanks pete the fuck out of here <laughs> you literally serve no more purpose in this entire movie no he um he slingshots the gremlins yeah. off his porch doesn't actually do anything it doesn't it doesn't make any difference he's just kind of there yeah i guess pete is just kind of along for the ride at that point he does show up but he doesn't really contribute in any and this is where he's like can i can i have one now because you have so many and then <laughs> yeah. then billy's like no i don't think that's a good idea and then pete just like lays on the bed and starts reading the book yeah the oh comic. pete gets so fucking pouty like <laughs> and he's like no bitch. it's cool they're cool they're fine gizmo's not feeling it though more bathroom buddy bullshit dad gets because B- uh, billy has to go tell his dad hey um they got wet and they they multiply when they get wet it's fucking kind of weird and, and then, then his dad, dad just sees dollar signs but before that his dad gives him the spiel about the upgrade that he made to the bathroom buddy <laughs> oh that's right and it's just With a the, razor it's a razor no but it's also shaving cream i think is it shaving cream or is it still the toothpaste no because the toothpaste the toothpaste was like green and the shaving cream's white oh yeah and the tooth i think the toothpaste actually came out of the toothbrush yeah which is weird okay yeah you're right <laughs> but you know the dad's like oh fuck he gets sprayed with the shaving cream or whatever and he's like i'll fix that tomorrow <laughs> but then then immediately the dad's like they multiply oh every child in america would love to have one of these i'm like stop it you're gonna kill somebody <laughs> capitalism rears its ugly fucking head but like he's so innocent about it he's such a sweet guy he's not doing it to be like mean he just wants he just wants to get rich for his family no he's not a it's not that he's a bad guy it's just that like he's a dumb guy yeah (laughs) like he he really is 
is like everything that's wrong with capitalism that isn't straight up malicious you know it's true that's like true. he's not malicious but he still completely falls for that whole you know like completely totally total disregard for nature and and i mean that's what that's what uh the shopkeeper says at yeah. the end of the movie you know it's like you don't understand nature like that's kind of the moral of the story if you will you know is that is that these this guy just has a complete disregard for nature in his pursuit of capitalism so in the middle of the night the dog gets hung up in the fucking lights and we obviously know who did that it was mrs deagle god damn mrs deagle it wasn't mrs deagle no it wasn't but the next morning the shitty little malicious <laughs> mogwai offspring yes uh the next morning this is where i wrote down that at least dad has a good sense of humor because there's a coffee machine and the mom then and it starts spitting out <laughs> that that he invented it starts spitting fucking out sludge. sludge and the mom's like i don't think we can drink this and she was kind of giggling about it and he's like but he he took it in stride and he has a good sense of humor and he's like why not what's wrong with it and he's just stirring <laughs> it with a spoon we have to go meet the science teacher he's gonna take one of the extra mogwai to does he take gizmo or does he take one no, of the he takes the ones? doofus looking one <laughs> the one that in the in the sequel would be a, a straight up cartoon character yes yeah okay so he takes him to the science teacher at pete's school apparently they're just buds yep so this random guy carrying i mean weird small town box. america yep. again you know um and then he intentionally drips water on it and that's where your theory makes sense because he just does one drop and then it just turns into two yep hey here you can have your own and pete's like motherfucker <laughs> oh oh pete killed the pete kills the science teacher because he's mad at him <laughs> that's it the, <laughs> the gremlin doesn't have anything to do with it the gremlins aren't real it's all pete it's kind of late the bar is closing it's that late small town america in the mid 80s there's no telling what time that was yes yes oh man but dick miller's drunk as fuck i don't remember what his name is in the movie you don't need to but yeah he's he's drunk and <laughs> mr. he's like it's mr something you know but i i can't remember what it is and this is where his car won't his his tractor won't start and he's drunk anyway so he shouldn't be driving he's like damn foreign parts in my car <laughs> but uh billy walks by and he's, he's got gremlins in it that's he's, what it is <laughs> yeah gremlins he actually name drops the movie several times billy's gonna walk kate home but this is where the movie takes its first dark turn because they're walking home and she's like i don't like christmas and he's like why the fuck don't you like christmas and then she's like i don't like christmas because some people are happy and opening presents other people are opening up their wrists like yikes kate <laughs> and she goes into how suicide always spikes during the holiday she's not wrong <laughs> no she's actually she's 100 percent right um yeah this will this will we'll circle back to this a little later which is something i completely missed as a kid by the way i don't think i caught this that that i didn't catch that as a kid but i did catch her santa claus story really and that I do, fucked me up i don't I, I do not remember it even watching it kind of in my early 20s i don't remember that scene but it's there no i remember the santa claus story distinctly um she seems pretty butthurt that billy's annoyed that she doesn't like christmas she's like if you like if you don't like columbus day or whatever the fuck and nobody nobody cares but if you say you don't like christmas you're an asshole she was annoyed for him by him for a second but he's like hey do you want to like and he doesn't beat around the bush i like this guy god damn it he's just like you know you kind of want to go on a date with me like he's just out and says it yeah uh, they've probably Billy's known each a other true innocent yeah they've probably known each him. other for like 20 fucking years but still yep i mean he he's beating around the bush plenty <laughs> he's beating around the bush four times a day during high school thinking about her <laughs> Yeah, they work together, and he, when he <laughs> walks her home and shit. I mean, what is he? He's 20? He's got to be Tops. in his at least early 20s, yeah. Yeah. 
because so well, uh, well, I guess he, Judge no, Reinhold is he, like he, he's he's tw- he's over twenty one because in nineteen eighty four the drinking age had gone up to twenty one. Oh, yeah. But Judge Reinhold is like I'm a I'm gonna be a millionaire at twenty five or whatever, and he's like says he's only twenty three. So who knows? Uh, so he's probably he's probably right about the same age as Judge Reinhold's character. So so then the science teacher draws blood from the Mogwai, and it makes me sad. The Mogwai like does it. not love it. <laughs> he fucking just goes in there and starts. He really sucking does. It up. Like he doesn't even like try and find. He's not even careful about trying to find a vein he's just like hey little buddy it's fine it's just one of those things where like you you have to take he just it's it's 80s movie logic where if you stab a needle in something and draw blood comes out you know yeah it's fine and i wrote down i don't know what billy's watching but i like it i don't know it's like something invasion of the pod people or some shit it looked cool yeah the one with the guy from uhf who plays uh uh rj fletcher which i wouldn't know but uh you don't know uhf i know i know of it oh my god dude you're missing out that's a weird owl movie yes is it like the carrot top movie no oh okay. fuck no it's so much better than that <laughs> okay and i have seen the carrot top movie chairman of the chairman board. of the board i saw yeah. it in the theater yikes yes i've only seen a review of it nope i've i've watched and it and it's, it, it's not that it was unfunny i laughed a lot but again keep in mind i was like 17 years old so yeah I'm i still thought jim carrey was funny i'm finding myself more and more just a crotchety old fuck who doesn't think anything's funny unless it's like ironically funny <laughs> like i i love watching power rangers and just giggling at how dumb and epic it is at the same time it's kind of weird it's not epic itself it's <laughs> <laughs> when that fucking mo- when that music starts playing and they're fighting i'm like oh fucking i'm pumped <laughs> I'm gonna go fight some putties. Putties. Oh my god. I'm gonna go pound my putties. putties. That's my penis. Welcome to my life. Pounding your putties? Pretty much. (laughs) No one around to pound it for me. So this is also the scene where the Mogwai get hungry and essentially trick Billy into feeding them after midnight because they they fuck up the clock. That'll that'll come. Yeah, they're malicious little fuckers. I know how you feel about gross eating scenes. How'd you feel about the Mogwai eating chicken? You know, I actually remembered it worse than it was. (laughs) Yeah. Because when it was coming, I was like, oh boy, here it comes. And then they. showed it and it wasn't as bad as i remembered it yeah it's it's like gross but not gross not not surf too gross no no not even not even close to that level of nastiness <laughs> or have you seen matilda you watch that fat kid eat that cake i have not seen matilda you've never seen matilda i'm aware of it oh, but man. i've never seen it. oh that's a good one Danny i mean DeVito i've seen, I've seen snippets shit. of it no i know i know yeah all right so they're gonna they're gonna end up multiplying here in a minute but the one the mogwai that's left at the school what's with this fucking science teacher he draws blood in the weirdest way and he's eating a sandwich in the middle of the night and he just kind of leaves it there in his classroom i imagine yeah that was that was pretty sloppy work on his part did billy relay the rules to him i don't remember no yeah no. yeah so billy's like passing around mogwais without telling anybody what's going on it's almost like he didn't take the rules as seriously as he should have uh yeah uh so billy and gizmo fall asleep it looks like gizmo is like super scared by the movie for like a second but then they just then they both just is that the out. pod people movie yeah starring rj fletcher and then i guess they wake up they wake up and there's just like these gross slimy pods all over the fucking place <laughs> those are so hr geiger looking i love them They're i know fantastic. like somebody watched alien and was like yeah, yeah. that yeah that was like a that th- this movie was like alien jr for me like, yeah i wasn't allowed to watch stuff like alien but then i got gremlins and it's like hey here's a little horror for you kid yeah there's some there's that this gets pretty fucking dark here in, in a little bit too same shit happens at school because the the mogwai like steals the sandwich that the fucking science teacher just left 
left on his desk like a fucking psycho. Yep. And then uh, and then Billy is conferring with the science teacher while the science teacher is like wire snipping the cage he had the Mogwain open because the, the pupa has expanded to fill yes. the entire fucking thing. Before we get to that, though, I just want I just want to note that dad's at a fucking invention convention or some shit. And in the background, you see the George Pal time machine. Yes, which, is which cool. that is the first example of this movie getting completely stupid silly. Oh, the invention convention? Yes, like all the all the stuff going on in the background at that convention is ridiculous. <laughs> like it's absolutely absurd. I don't even know. I just saw that and then I'm like, oh, I'm in. I just wrote the note and I saw like a bunch of other shit going on. I guarantee if this movie had been made five years later, there would have been a DeLorean in the background. Oh, absolutely. Doc would have been like there. Yeah, this this movie is absurd at points. That And that's the thing that's <laughs> frustrating it's reasonably grounded throughout most of this story you know it's like it's obviously it's a fantasy story but within the world of the story a lot of what's going on makes sense and then it will just stray into the realm of the ridiculous <laughs> as it does whenever they cut to the sci-fi or the invention convention yeah it happens one more time because literally in the next shot the time machine has disappeared and people are like looking around for it trying to find oh where it, it, is. it did didn't it yeah oh my god you're right that's a good movie though did george powell no. Oh, the time machine everybody should watch that that's a good one. i watched that in junior high school they they showed it to us in probably science class because that's how fucking stupid we were i'm a nerd no it was probably english class i'm know. a nerd so i read all those hg wells books on my own and i rented that movie on i purpose. do remember you discussing uh getting into hg wells in your younger days because yeah, was what, fucking... what was the reason for that again there was a reason i, can't, I just can't remember what it was my i didn't know that books like that existed really even until i was in high school like oh, okay. i knew about animorphs and shit but my mom's like war of the world and they, it's about fighting martians i'm like the that fuck? was it that I'm was like, it. what are you talking about your mom recommended yeah. it to you <laughs> i grab it from the library and i'm like this is fucking awesome <laughs> the hell and now i've read way more so i'm like they're good they're good there's much better stuff out there like i <laughs> i get why people still read them though <laughs> yeah that old that 1800s british shit is a little slow <laughs> yeah the uh writing styles have definitely changed yeah it's good though it's good that is that is rife for a modern uh exploitation though like the time machine the time machine and because the uh, time machine got that the guy pierce movie remember that <laughs> i have it yeah yeah it's, and it wasn't bad it's not great oh you it's know it's not great it's directed by hg wells grandson no shit yeah, who also i, I think was not aware of that he did some animated movies also I mean, it's not, yeah, it's not great, but it's not bad. No, it's, we like Guy Pierce. Samantha Mumba's cool, I guess. Jeremy yeah. Irons is the bad guy. Yeah. It was, uh, unfortunately, it, it was it was just that right kind of Hollywood good enough that it completely <laughs> disappeared in memory, you know? Yeah, it was it was very 2005-y. But it had some really great moments. Yeah. No, I I, I like it. It's, it, it makes no sense. I liked the idea. The machine, so. <laughs> I thought I thought the um the Orlando Orlando Jones character was really interesting. Oh yeah, that was a great device to have that thing that artificial intelligence mm-hmm. librarian survive the eons, you know. And even like, and he's like, I remember you. Yeah. <laughs> You know what part freaked me out? Hmm. The fucking part where the moon was falling apart. Yeah. That, that was... actually disturbed me the first time I watched it. I remember yeah, that. that was pretty cool. I'd still go for the George Powell one, I think, now. Well, it's a classic, you know, and you kind of can't go wrong. It, it hits all the major notes, and it doesn't try to do the things that it wasn't capable of doing. Or, or, deep cuts. You can watch the Wishbone episode. You mean the show about the dog? Yeah. <laughs> 
Witchbone. I've never fucking watched an episode, but I was that a Nick show? No, it was PBS. PBS. Okay. Do you yeah. know what it's about? No, I, no. I, I um, just, I just know I've seen, I'd seen promos for it when I was a kid, probably after episodes of Carmen San Diego or something. Yeah, that's like that. when I watched it. It's about a dog, obviously, who has obviously. thoughts and he talks to himself a lot. But it's mostly about like the the real world story relates to the book that they're talking about. Oh, and then okay. there's like scenes where Wishbone is the main character in the book and they recreate these fucking scenes from these books and it's real it's kind of cute to watch him like he's Odysseus and he's fucking shooting the arrow through the axes and shit and he's okay. he's Robin Hood and Sherlock Holmes and shit it's pretty funny that was probably where it lost me I probably did watch an episode and was like literary shit fuck that I did not like books when I was a kid I can't re- I remember coming home and being annoyed because there was a show that I liked to watch on PBS I'm like what the fuck and is got this canceled for wish and then they, they, I, they must have moved it around I'm like the fuck is this shit so I change the channel and get irritated and then the like the next day or something i'm like fuck fine i'll watch it and i'm like oh shit i think i found my new favorite show also i think wishbone came on when i was in like junior high school yeah. so i was way too old for that because it was it was aimed at kids <laughs> i watched kids. an episode recently and i'm like nah this doesn't this doesn't hit like it used to it's it's not wow i can't believe you actually found a show like that because it's on youtube like i think <laughs> you're all of such on a fucking nerd for the shows of your childhood a lot of them don't hit well but i like to i like to know that they're out there yeah and it's fun oh, to I revisit them that. occasionally um oh my god the pods are hatching are we still talking about gremlins <laughs> fuck so this is our first real horror scene is about to show up also yeah yeah the scene uh with the science teacher uh yeah so the the teacher calls like he shoes well, and mom i mean those kind of oh yeah, one yeah after another yeah billy or the science teacher shoes all the kids out pete included he's just there to be like hey teacher can i no get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> that's right like he starts to have a line and the teacher's like get the fuck out of here kid it's mostly because he's freaked out because the bell st- the bell rang just as the box with the mogwai in it fell on the floor yeah <laughs> because, he's because it it's hatching yeah he, he can tell that it's it's happening does he call billy or what? he calls billy he calls billy he tries to talk to the thing oh yeah he calls billy and you know tells him what's going on yeah and then eventually he tries to talk to i called it the thing because i was trying to be suspenseful it's a fucking gremlin <laughs> guys it's a fucking gremlin we know it's a gremlin but he easily has a snicker it's the it. title of the movie yeah. for fuck's sake you're not you're, you're not yourself when you're hungry you should have a snickers you'll turn back into a mogwai <laughs> it's kind of eerie the thing's hiding under the desk and he's like oh i'm sorry buddy i didn't are you still mad about that poke i gave you yesterday i'm like yeah you stabbed him with a fucking needle a giant needle by the way oh i thought you were talking about when he in the deleted scene when he took the mogwai out and fucked it <laughs> jesus <laughs> I hope not. He'll never tell anybody. <laughs> um, so he very, very intelligently uh, sticks his hand under the desk and says, come here, come here, eat, eat something. He's like, you like it, huh? If this was made today, there's no way he would not be slamming up against that fucking desk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, well, I don't know. We have to establish how powerful these things are. And it's not that they're not powerful. They they, they have some power for sure. They're probably like, they're not monkey strong, <laughs> but they're more than human in proportion to their body weight. The gremlin bite his arm off though i think we don't actually I don't know see if it, it bites his arm I well, don't it know. kills him whatever the case is it bites his hand and then in the next scene he's dead yeah billy shows up and <laughs> finds the teacher dead with a syringe in his butt <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that was the gremlins joke going like now i've got you bitch <laughs> How do you like it? You can't feel it, though, because you're dead. And I wrote down that gremlins don't like apples. See, when I was a kid, I literally thought the gremlin killed him by stabbing him in the butt with the <laughs> Me <syringe>. too. <laughs> Me too. Well, yeah, if I'm like, what was Like, that the- literally wouldn't be anything more than a pain in the ass. I had seen Terminator 2 by the time I had seen this. Oh, okay. So I'm like, what was in the syringe? Was it bleach? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Terminator 2 is still quite a few years off for me. Yeah, well, I had good parents. <laughs> I was five years old when this movie came out. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I'm, I, yeah, I get what you mean. I saw it when I was six. So, you know. Like, I don't remember the shit, first time. I might have seen it in the yeah. theater. I don't even remember. I don't. I do not. I honestly don't know. I remember watching it with my sister one day because she's like, you know that green water in there? Look in this cup. It's green, right? That's what's it. That's what's in there. That's what she tried to trick me and make 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 me think she was drinking gremlin water. Ew. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It was this yellow cup that we had that we got at the gas station, and it and it, the reflection made everything inside of it look green. It was weird. Gross. Yeah. Uh, gremlins don't like apples, but they do enjoy glass. Oh yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> he starts eating this. Yeah, it's the, hiding those, behind the desk. Vials. The vials. Yeah. Billy comes in and he's like, "Well, what's going on?" And then we see a little hand reach up and grab the apple, and then it like takes a bite, throws it. Like, Fuck that shit. And then it grabs the vials, and then you just hear, and he he really he really likes that. And then Billy gets. <laughs> scratched and fucking runs to the nurse's office and then there's a jump scare because that gremlin can apparently teleport by i assume oh no he's traveling through the air vents yep jump scare and that's the first time we actually see it yes and they look fucking cool i love the way they look they do have a cool look to them and when we get home there's gizmo on a dartboard and they're throwing darts at him that poor guy oh yeah that's right because all the mogwais at home have uh done busted out and then they throw him down the laundry chute which honestly between that and getting darts thrown at you i think gizmo got the <laughs> he got off pretty light there yeah they pull the phone line because those darts would be like someone throwing a fucking butcher knife at you <laughs> oh it into especially into little gizmo oh man but billy's talking on the phone he's like don't go into my room don't you know get the fuck out of the house and they pull the phone lines because you can't have a horror movie with phones nope and especially gremlins because that's kind of the point yeah i mean that is literally their entire mo is that they're 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 technology sabotaging pests this is the scene this scene fucked me up and the girls are like what the fuck this is gross i'm like i know but it's fucking awesome isn't it uh, because <laughs> the mom goes up sees that they've hatched because billy had halfway warned her and she yeah. goes down and in the kitchen she sees one of them like in this big bowl that i'm assuming is a blender that the dad invented i think it's like the idea is it's a mixer of yeah. some kind but like a hardcore mixer and or he... it's just a mixer that does too good a job like it's not <laughs> supposed to be that good yeah. but she knows she can count on it to fuck whatever's in there up uh yeah yeah, so she walks in there, sees the grim, get gremlin with his head in the thing. There must be something in it, like leftover food, and she yeah. just she sees it. She just sneaks over, hits the button real quick, and that thing just gets ground and just greasy shit just squirts all over the place. <laughs> it's fucking going everywhere, and it's awesome. Oh, and then she such a mess. The next one, she stabs to death, just straight up stabs. Yep, I'm like fuck, mom. And then we get the best one. She's a badass. The one where she sprays him with like bug spray and then throws his ass into the microwave. Good <laughs> lord. He explodes in the microwave. That is gnarly. Here, traumatize the children. The, the needle in the butt, that was comical. This is fucked up. Like, this movie's violent for... <laughs> For, it's a family movie. It <laughs> yes, is, right? It's a PG-rated movie. You know? That's oh back God. when PG meant something. Uh, yeah. It meant, hey, per- parents, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. This is PG-13 at least now. Uh, Mom goes to the living room and sees the stocking over the fireplace. It's moving around. But it's a trick. It's a fucking robot. Who cares? But how the fuck does she not remember what toys she put in that stocking? That is a very good question. It's not I- like Santa did that shit. She's an adult. Come the fuck on. I wonder if she actually did put it, put it in there. Or... Um, the because the gremlins it. when they with the mogwais had opened up a bunch of the presents earlier oh that's true so maybe that's one of the presents that they opened up and then that they put is it fair in there. that is fair hadn't thought of that so a gremlin is in the tree but my favorite part of this scene is that i set up a pa fucking pushes the tree over on top of mom because <laughs> you can see that guy in the red jacket behind the tree pushing oh, it i down. totally <laughs> missed that <laughs> 
yeah. in fairness, I don't have a high def copy of this. Oh, okay, I, I yeah. have a first gen DVD of this. You know, with the cardboard snap sleeve. Oh yeah, no, that's the one that I had too back, oh, really? back in the day. But I watched it on HBO. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's well, funny. there you go. You watched it on HBO, so you, clearly they're giving you a better picture than. Well, I and got. and somebody somebody mentioned it, but I, I can see it on the DVD if you if you oh, really? if you look hard, you can. see Well, it. I you know uh, the truth is I've never been looking for it, so maybe if I'm looking yeah. for it, I would it's it's real it. it's real subtle. If you're not looking for it, you can <laughs> you, you might miss it. So Billy runs in the door. He grabs this sword off the wall. These cross swords that which have they've been spent the entire yeah. movie setting up that these swords are there. And then he fucking knocks that fucker into the fireplace, and it burns to death. And it's <laughs> well, no, cool. he cheese chops the fucking thing's head off. Oh, is that what happens? And it goes flying. <laughs> the head goes flying into the fireplace. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's why are they have like sharp swords on their walls? What the, the fuck? fuck knows? And then we then we see Stripe in his all his gremlin-y glory. But the sun has just gone down, and so Stripe runs high tails it. Billy takes his mom to the doctor's house, and maybe it's Doctor Moreau. No, it's not Doctor Moreau because he uses his name later. But then he just runs away to go save Gizmo because he's got to save Gizmo. And then Dad's at the invention convention again and i wrote down danger will robinson but that robot's not from lost in space i don't know what that robot's from oh is like it the um is it the the leslie nielsen movie leslie nielsen back in his dramatic days leslie nielsen in space no 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 the name of the movie it, it's a famous one it's uh, dracula white and loving it fuck you <laughs> the character's name is robbie the robot i know that it's um Naked Gun, I'm a Robot. No, it's from back. <laughs> it's from when Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor, pre-Naked Gun. Rent a Kid and also a Robot. What the fuck is the name <laughs> of that movie? If you Google most famous science fiction movies, it's like in the top five. Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet, that's the one. You know the reason the Naked Gun works so well is because Leslie Nielsen was a dramatic actor. Yeah, no, I get it. Same I... thing with Airplane. The reason he was so funny in Airplane is because he was a dramatic actor. When he started playing silly, that's when the movies got stupid. Well, it's kind of funny because I, I'm a '90s kid, right? So I only knew him as this goofy bastard from Surf Ninjas <laughs> and Rent a Kid and shit. And then my parents were like, you know, he used to be a dramatic actor. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? I watch him in Creep Show. <laughs> he was really creepy in that. And like every once in a while, he'll pop up on some serious movie that I'm watching. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I get it. I can see how he would be that way, but he's also like fucking Mr. Magoo and shit. It's weird. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Somebody I don't know who the creators of Police Squad, obviously, I don't know who they were when they decided to bring a serious actor like him into this role and have him play it straight but the material is absurd that was the genius of that stuff and then they made the Naked Gun movies and then he you know I think he just decided he liked making people laugh you know so he he started playing all these silly movies which is fine there's nothing wrong with that it's just I thought he was at his best when he was really playing it straight he's the bad guy in Surf Ninjas okay we don't need to keep talking about no he's the bad he's the bad guy in Surf Ninjas it's very important they're gonna follow Stripe's footprints to the YMCA is is Kate with him yet? No, no, they go to the YMCA alone. Oh yeah, it's just him well, and Gizmo. You know, alone, the two of them. So Stripe goes. He basically goes because he apparently he knows there's a fucking pool in there. Maybe he can smell the water. Maybe I don't know. But you know, this is where my sister did the thing with the green bubbly water. It looks like they just drop a shitty toy of Stripe in the water. He's like doing a cannonball and then he just kind of yep. They just built the, the they just built the cannonball <laughs> toy of him and then like put a like put a weight in it and just. After 
after he sees fucking them multiplied, he's like, oh shit, this is getting real. We go to the police station. These fucking cops in these movies are always idiots. They don't believe him, of course. He shows them gizmo and all that shit. Speaking of which, one of the cops is Mike from Breaking Bad, a.k.a. Buzz oh, yeah. Hickey from Community. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. I can't remember the guy's name, the actor's name, but uh, he's but, a really good actor. But no, uh, yeah, I, I did not realize that. But yeah, now I'm thinking, holy shit. So they don't believe. They don't They don't really believe him second, about it. No. But we do because it... <laughs> Cuts yes, to do. it cuts to an army of fucking gremlins. They're gonna go kill Dick Miller because he hates foreign things. I mean, I'm guessing that he was putting out that gremlin hating energy into yeah. the universe, and they were picking up on it, and they were like, "Let's kill this motherfucker." His wife is the sweetest lady alive. She's like singing Christmas carols, and she's like, la, 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 and she's like, "Right, whatever the fuck your name is," and he's like, "No." <laughs> he is such a fucking old <laughs> curmudgeon. Oh my god, I felt so sorry for her. And Sorry's in two minutes, bad. they're both gonna be dead. <laughs> yeah, because. This movie, uh, I think George, uh, what's his name? George R.R. R. Martin wrote this shit because he's just like, oh, these characters are funny, right? Kill them. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. Oh, George R.R. R. Martin should write the Goonies remake and just kill no, everybody. No, they, they actually didn't die, though. Because the Gremlins they, remake. They do show they up in the second in the sequel, one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we don't know that yet. They're making a trip to New York. So they get killed by the American tractor. Or maybe, maybe no, not. No, it's a, it's a Kentucky harvester. Kentucky harvester. Thank you. And then the Gremlins. It's just shenanigans from here on out really um they fuck up the mail throwing people's letters back at him and shit and then fucking biting that guy's arm off or whatever yeah some of it is very serious i mean like the 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 thing with mr whatever the fuck his name is and his wife that was actually like legitimately <laughs> scary and then you have this kind of right on the edge stuff like the guy getting his hands sucked into the mailbox which is a little scary but is also like a little bit funny and then you have like just some straight up comic relief stuff that's yeah the going on. changing the stoplights and shit yeah like um, it's like what i wrote down again that the cops are dumb but they get a phone call about about dick miller and his wife and stuff and then they're like we gotta go and the dude's like i want to drive and he's like you can't drive you're drunk because they're cops on and they're on duty so of course they're drunk well it it, it is christmas eve right yeah so you should totally get drunk just because it's christmas eve and you're a cop the guy from a community he's like why don't i get to drive and then the sheriff goes because i'm the sheriff asshole oh he says why do you always get to drive because i'm the sheriff asshole yep which was funny made me laugh the best scene in the movie we see mrs deagle at her house hanging out with her cat <laughs> Yes. And she has one of those chairs that can move you up and down the stairs. Yep. But the gremlins sabotage that shit. Well, now she hears carolers <laughs> at the front door. And she immediately like gets pissy. Those fucking carolers. <laughs> and she she fills up a bucket of water, which I gotta say, part of me wanted to see her hit him with the water. Oh yeah, they would have. Oh shit, because <laughs> that would have been amazing. But okay, the budget on the movie was not that big. The original the original kill was probably her doing that and then multiplying and fucking eating her or something. <laughs> I know so, this was meant to be darker. So she goes out and she's about to throw the bucket, and then she sees that it's a bunch of gremlins, and she freaks out and she slams the door and she's like they're here for me i'm not ready for them to take me she literally thinks demons from hell yep. are coming after her to take yes, her to hell yes she does it's 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 lovely it's but beautiful. while all that is happening so one of them does sabotage the chair yes and it does she has this little remote thing and she pushes the button and she goes 
up really quick, really fast. It's like launching her this fucking, <laughs> fucking spiral staircase. Rockets her up the staircase. And then she flies out the fucking window, and then you hear like there's impact. Like you can kind of feel it. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't see it, but you can feel it for some yeah. reason. I think there's like a sound effect. Yeah, it's like like a like a nice bassy sound effect. And and it's <laughs> she nice. shoots out that fucking window like she's going into orbit. Oh, it's um, beautiful. And then as the cops show up, we see Santa Claus, a guy dressed as Santa Claus, obviously running out of his house fucking covered in gremlins and just getting fucked up by him. <laughs> and mike from breaking bad is like what the hell is that and okay so one thing that weirds me out and i maybe i just i just don't understand cars i imagine i have a okay. theory so you see the gremlin under the under the cop car sabotaging it while the santa claus thing is happening right they drive away we know it's the brakes because of what happens later but they they drive away and they still stop yeah because when you when you cut a brake line it doesn't actually stop the brakes from working until they've been pumped a few times okay so this is where uh pete is we see pete shooting the slingshot not really doing anything while the gremlins are trying to get into his room he's slingshotting them and he's you know like one of them swings down on a on a strand of lights and he cuts the <laughs> strand and all i could think was he probably should have gotten electrocuted from that <laughs> and now the cops crash because the gremlins cut the brakes yep and it, it's a pretty epic and the, crash they and then when the car goes over you can see like the the the, the flip plate that they have built oh, into can you? the car like they have this protective plate built over the the axle or something like that so like when it hits the ramp thing it goes up and it <laughs> and it doesn't destroy the undercarriage of the car i was busy taking notes maybe i don't know i don't know uh, billy's car starts finally though and i wrote down foreign piece of shit uh rock and ricky who's the radio host he gets his too we hear that blah, but he doesn't die well he'll come back later yeah rock and ricky makes a return dad oh by the way dad had gone on another little business trip to try selling some shit and he took barney the dog to yep. His sister to some relative's house. I don't fucking remember. Well, who. just with him. He said he was going to drop drop him off at at some relative's well, house. Well, suffice to say, he was trying to keep him away from Mrs. Deagle. Yes, but she's dead, so fuck her. Ha <laughs> Um, but he's trying to smell a smokeless ashtray to this dude at the gas station. Which, by the way, those are real things now. Apparently, this doesn't work though, because when he's no. leaving, no, his you see the, you see the guy fucking and the smoke is like pouring out of this fucking <laughs> yeah. thing, and he's like, "That'll go away soon. It'll be fine." He's a what grifter. Is, what too. does he say about it? He's something like, "Yeah, don't worry. That that'll go." way i guarantee it <laughs> yeah something and then we cut to the bar and this is where shit starts to get real funky and real weird yeah no that's right that's why he wasn't with uh katie Kate, because she's working yeah she's at the bar uh placating the gremlins uh yeah and apparently booze and water are not the same thing because these gremlins are down in beer and liquor at a prodigious rate and yeah. getting trash this is like a 10 15 minute scene or some shit of them just doing stuff and this is where it gets really fucked and silly and this is where i'm this 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 is the iconic stuff this is the stuff everybody knows from and the movie. this is the stuff that led us to gremlins 2 because I, gremlins yes. 2 is nothing but this part <laughs> oh good so i'm gonna love it then yeah gremlins 2 they took this part and made it 90 minutes i'm in i'm in i'm so in <laughs> especially now like i i love dumb shit <laughs> it's i mean it's it's not bad it's it's fun it's stupid but it's fun so this is where we get the flashing gremlin which is probably the most famous one other than stripe yeah the flashing gremlin is very famous and we get a lot of we get a lot of light variations on a theme you know with like there are a lot of hats and 
and yeah. glasses and scarves and things of that nature getting thrown around. Basically, they had all these gremlin puppets and they were like, how can we tart them up without ruining the <laughs> without ruining the latex and not being able to use it in a later scene? When they make them laugh, especially if they do that ah thing. But uh, I swear all they're doing is like jiggling them from down from from below. I'm sure it's the... more complicated than that, but it might not be too much more complicated than that. Unless they put a vibrator in them and you know. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, there is like a good shake to them when they laugh, like their whole body shudders. It's funny. I think Rachel Rachel was watching it. She's like, okay, this is a lot. <laughs> like overstimulated. Yep, this is definitely the scene that'll do it. So Kate figures out that fire, they don't like fire. So my question is, a bunch of them are smoking already. How did they light their cigars and stuff? Who knows? Because uh, one of them has a couple cigarettes in his mouth and Kate's trying to light them for him. She's being a very good hostess here. She is just filling. <laughs> glasses and bowls of snack foods and yeah she's doing shit like that and then she and then she sparks up a match and kind of waves it in in the gremlin's face and he is not having it i wrote down she did the gremlin with all the cigarettes have sunglasses on though oh maybe so i wrote down she escapes by flashing all of them and i'm like that would have been a different movie she she has a she has like a polaroid camera and starts taking pictures and freaking them out she's recapturing that fast times energy yeah and she runs out of of film and the camera stops working just as she's about to get fucking shot by this by this one he has a gun and a mask he's like tr- like a robber gremlin yeah and Good that Lord. and that's when billy shows up outside to the rescue with his high beams on and she meets gizmo for the first time she gets in the car she's like what the hell is that well she thinks it's one of them i'm like it's the most adorable fucking thing you've ever seen that's what it is in fairness though if you saw those ears coming at you after that scene in the bar had just played out in front of you you'd be a little on edge there, there's an episode of the cartoon uh gizmo actually turns into the gr- into a gremlin and then they have to find a way to change him back oh interesting wrapped up neatly in 20 that. minutes <laughs> i'm sure they would do that episode yes absolutely you have to give them stale water you gotta dry them out no you gotta they get it from eating after oh. midnight so you have to give them some give them Epicac. a hack yeah <laughs> I was going to say laxative, but yeah. <laughs> so she meets Gizmo for the first time. Also, the car doesn't start again. Foreigners. Dick was right. That's what I wrote. Because <laughs> Billy drives a Volkswagen. Yes. Volkswagen. For the people. We'll get into that when we talk about SLC Punk later. <laughs> um, so I wrote down that they ran to a store that was ransacked, but it's the bank. It's not a fucking store. It's the fucking yeah, bank. That, yeah, it is the bank. And here's the big scene. Kate's big monologue. Yeesh. Oh, the, the Santa Claus monologue. Now I have another reason to hate Christmas. What are you talking about? The worst thing that ever happened to me was on Christmas. God, it was so horrible. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. The police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. 
firemen came and broke through the chimney top. And me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. I feel like that was taken from another script that was supposed to be like a Christmas slasher movie and she was the villain. <laughs> maybe that maybe Gremlins was originally supposed to be a straight up horror movie. I was. I know it was supposed to be a lot darker. Yeah, and then uh like, Spielberg came along and he was like, yeah. No, 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 no. We need to we need to friendly this up for the It's kids. like the gate. The same thing happened with the gate. They yeah. were supposed to be a lot darker and yeah. creepier and then they added kitted it up to a little bit to yeah. make it more accessible. <laughs> Jesus. I mean that's basically what they did to the gate, is they just added gremlins to it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I gotta watch that movie. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it in it's, so long. It's a, it's a good movie, but it is. I it it's got some good scares. Uh, the Barbie scene fucked me up. I don't remember it. Uh, it's on Tubi. I don't like watching horror movies on Tubi. Yeah, no, I I'm with you there. Straight like movies that you actually like are actually supposed to scare you. Yeah, having those commercials pop up. I can't remember completely kills the movie. Oh, you know, I think I watched I watched Grave Encounters. Comedy works really well. Yeah, I watched Grave Encounters on Tubi. No, that's not the right way to do it. No. Grave Encounters is a good movie. Like Grave. Encounters, I would give that you know three three and three point five out of five. I think yeah, that's a much better movie than my experience with it was. Yeah, I think it's a little stupid, but it's it's not perfect, and I really hate the final shot of it. Oh, him eating a rat? No, no, no. It's more the way he's addressing the camera that I don't care for. It's not it's not addressing <laughs> the camera. It's the way he's addressing the camera. You know, it's just it's so two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the rest of that movie is really good. Like I feel like all the rest of that movie is very strong, and then you've got this end shot that. It just kind of ha- they ham it up a little bit. Do you remember the dude who I who the director of the movie that I worked on? Yes, he, he had one movie in his house and it was Grave Encounters. Okay, I'm, <laughs> it's a good movie. Wrap your head around it. It's it's a good movie, but it's not like the only movie I own. Good. No, uh, well, because if you if you ever, I'll have to show you the trailer because the trailer, like, basically the entire time he was making the movie and he was like, you know, it's just like The Ring or The Grudge. Like, there are other horror movies. Not everything has <laughs> and to be. Then the he grudge. found Grave Encounters. He was like, oh. This is another horror movie. I'm like, dude, have you ever watched a movie before? Now, looking back, I'm like, fuck, there are. <laughs> that was literally the only movie he owned? I that's the only movie I saw at his house. Oh, okay. So I don't know. But then I I made a comment to one of the one of the people that was there, and I'm like, does he like watch movies? Why is his TV so small? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And they're like, yeah, he doesn't watch a lot of movies. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Why are we working for this man? Yeah, that always weirded me out. So the gremlins are nowhere to be found after they exit the bank after that traumatizing fucking story. Yeah, they exit the bank and it's a fucking ghost town. Yeah. Apparently the gremlins killed everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently the sun's about to come up and they're like, where would they be hiding? It's dark. So we we figure out that they're in a movie theater. The same movie theater that Marty runs into at the end of Back <laughs> to the Future. That's right. It is the same one, isn't it? This thing gets fucking the shit kicked out of it in movies like they blow it up in this one it's a real explosion oh, does marty actually run into it at the end of yes. back to the future he runs into he runs into it at some point i don't remember when well anyway suffice but, yeah. to say and he gets out of the gets out of the delorean and goes <gasps> red because the homeless guy is the mayor from the 50s oh really <laughs> Yeah, I forgot that entirely. So that's just a joke that nobody gets. It's 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 almost like they're like, let's just the whole movie is like, let's just put shit in here and see if people notice. But, you know, 
<laughs> Welcome to the eighties. They're in the movie theater. They're watching Snow White. I have I have incorrectly called Snow White one of Hitler's favorite American movies. I lied to you, people. His two favorite American movies were Gone with the Wind and King Kong. What about uh, he was a huge Chaplin fan? I mean, that's why he wore that mustache. Gone with the Wind can go fuck itself. By the way, King Kong is where it's at. Yeah, but he was a huge Chaplin fan. Chaplin, like the kid or something like that. One is one of his favorite movies. I googled it just to just to see, and it it only listed the two, but I didn't actually open it. So mm, okay. I'm sure he uh, is that why. He fucking mustache yes he it was literally charlie chat he was a huge charlie chaplin fan that's why he wore that mustache sounds like a bunch of idiots that follow a leader who doesn't fucking make any sense <laughs> has very childlike tendencies okay we Let's... had one for a few years yeah boy uh oh my god so they're all sitting there they're watching snow white they're having a good time they're singing along with it these fucking things are like sentient and weird like not sentient what is that word they're like psychics they just know shit it's fucking weird yeah they know well i think the idea is that it plays better in a children's movie to have that happen <laughs> oh okay that, that makes sense stripe though is not going to be in the theater for what's about to happen because he's like i'm out of popcorn i need some fucking candy and shit well and they <laughs> they make a point of showing him go out yes. to the popcorn or the concession stand and the gremlins have completely stripped it bare of all snack foods so now he's like well i want some fucking food so he through the window at the front of the theater he sees candy. a sign for candy <laughs> in the local department store so he's like all right right yum yum so uh billy and kate decide that they're gonna blow up the theater because all the gremlins are in there so i'm like well fuck do it so they do that they blow up the theater poor poor little gremlins they just killed everybody in town i mean i feel like they kind of got it coming at this point you think Pete's don't dead? get now don't get me wrong they killed a lot of assholes too they they got mrs deagle really good but <laughs> i'm sure there were nice people in that group as well his wife's actually probably like a super racist bitch she just really likes christmas okay i don't know but she's she she reads mine and goes yeah yeah i get it <laughs> okay all right that donald trump guy getting back um anyways <laughs> the movie for fuck's sake <laughs> like donald and ivana they're gonna be together forever that's a wedding singer reference everybody never mind i didn't get that joke until way later in life like bert and lonnie and <laughs> donald and ivana and guess what none of those couples are together bert reynolds is dead by the way who was the other one she said one other one too i always thought when she said she donald said and ivana i thought she was talking about donald duck and his girlfriend <laughs> when i was a kid <laughs> okay <laughs> All right. Anyways, this so, podcast is so fucking directionless. Let, uh, let's wrap it. Up. But at least we're having fun. This is what happens when I buy you the large coffee. They go to the store. They see Stripe go into the store, and Billy breaks the fucking window with one of those toys that we all used to have when we were kids that you push and it like pops those balls around. Yep. Still make them to this day. Yeah. That fucker is unchanged since 1954. Uh, yeah. So he breaks it. Breaks the window with that thing. I thought the thing was gonna break. Honestly. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Well, well, remember, though, these are 80s toys. Well, Child safety had not been invented yet. <laughs> then we see Stripe on a skateboard. Then we see Stripe on TV because he's, you know, on the CCTV cameras. There's an E.T. on the shelf that Stripe is on. I behind. had that exact Did E.T. doll. That's yes, awesome. We that see exact you know, one. Bugs Bunny and shit, too. Yeah. It's Warner Brothers. Yeah. Got to have those in there. But Steven Spielberg produced it. So he's like, I'm putting my fucking shit in there. <laughs> I don't care. Front and center. Yeah, it is the middle. It's like the one that your eyes are immediately drawn to. And it's the one that's that Stripe like 
like crawls over to get out of out from behind <laughs> yep. the stuffed animals. I haven't seen E.T. in so long. I really want to watch it again. So there's a fountain in the middle of the store, and Stripe is like in the garden section. In the garden section, yes. And Stripe is like he's talking. They oh, talk oh, to. we 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 should stress that at this point, Billy's like, you go. Bill, Billy tells Kate, you oh, go yes. turn the power on. Yes, and I'll go find Stripe. And so she goes up into the main control booth of the department store, and she starts flipping switches, and the fountain comes on. And that's right. That's how he figures it out. And he's like, water gun, because there's a gun in a case. Just that's right. It's a, there. This is a department store in the '80s. They sold guns. You go to J.C. Penney's or Sears in the 1980s, and you can buy a nine millimeter. But before that, <laughs> bef- wait, yeah, uh, before that, although um, I think Stripe actually gets a 38. Uh, Stripe is throwing saw blades at Billy. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's just whipping these. Well, things he throws him. one. He throws one at him. Does he just one? Yep, just one. Oh, okay. Uh, then then uses a baseball shooter. What are those things called? A pitching machine. A pitching machine, and it keeps hitting Billy. Not to be confused with the famous stripper who shoots what? ping pong balls out of her. Oh, cooch. Um, I can do that. Have you seen Beer League? No, that does it's, not sound. It's not a great movie, <laughs> but it, they have a scene with this stripper shooting ping pong balls out of her hoo-ha, and she calls herself the pitching machine. <laughs> then he shoots Billy with a crossbow. Yes. Because that's what you need. Then he tries to kill him with a chainsaw, and this scene's pretty funny. Billy grabs a baseball <laughs> bat that is apparently like the immortal fucking baseball bat, because Stripe is sawing into this thing. In fairness, those electric chainsaws are not great. I've tried to use one, and they'll do the job, but boy, they do it a lot slower than the <laughs> gas ones. That might be true. Um, I like this part, because Gizmo comes in and saves the fucking day, because Gizmo's kind of wandering around. He's like, car? And he's bar- dr- driving like Barbie's dream car or something. What is it? He's driving just yep. a pink car? No, he's driving Barbie's dream car, and he, but he's driving it like it's actually got a fucking motor in yes. it. Yes. That makes no sense, but yeah. I'm, I'm in. I love Gizmo. He can do what he wants. No, this is um, completely ridiculous. Foreshadowing complete, I wrote down, because that's where you know he wanted to race ever since he saw that movie. Yep. Um, no, how does Billy get Stripe off of him, though? I can't because remember how that happens. Gizmo. So Kate gets the lights turned on, right. and then Stripe kind of freaks out a little bit, and he covers his eyes, and that's when the, the chainsaw like flies backwards, and oh. he gets dragged away by it. Oh, okay. So it's when it's when Kate gets the lights on. That's what yes. throws him off. Yeah, because okay. Gizmo driving doesn't actually do anything, does Yeah, he? and then the... Oh, then no, the it does chains, in a second. Yeah. The chainsaw just fucking drags Stripe <laughs> off, yeah. which is a pretty funny scene. And that's when Stripe sees the water and a gun. And, and then Bart, I just love that the gun department is right next door to the garden department. Just like, their wives have to hang out somewhere while they're staring at guns. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. <laughs> so Barney, I said, he's going to go kick some ass too, but that dog's pretty fucking useless. Does Barney show back up again? He, she shows up, and it's so it's so funny because Gizmo's like driving the car around, and that dog is such a good sport, but like he gets he, <laughs> get, he, he gets freak right. he gets freaked out. Gizmo keeps on running into him, and he like jumps, and I'm like, oh, poor poor adorable little doggy. They just run the remote control car right into him. Stripe is trying to shoot Billy and touch the water in the fountain. He gets his finger in, if you know what I mean. But just as that's about to shit's about to go down, Gizmo like jumps off of a shovel. Yep, like he no ramps shovel. off of a shovel, and then it opens some shutters. Well, he he flies through yeah. the air, and, and they set this up earlier that Gizmo sees... Oh, yes, he does. ...that there's a shutter that's on, that, that, that's got like a pull cord on it that opens up these things right above the fountain where Stripe is, and so he, he gets in the car, and he drives it up there, and he jumps, and he grabs onto the shutter cord and pulls it, and... An that, emotionless toy flies up into, uh, into the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then the shutters open up and, and then and gizmo gets like hurled into some bushes or <laughs> yes. something like and that he's, he's fine though and you know the shutters open up the sun melts stripe like it, it hits him yes it is a fucking it is a brutal scene and i love it it's it's a glorious death scene like it really is and then stripe falls into the fountain that he he wanted to be in there so there you go and he's like bubbling while he's in the fountain and then he and then he bursts out and he's just a skeleton <laughs> oh yeah because you, you get the final scare because kate walks up yep. to check to see if he's dead and you know slasher it, slasher movie logic and he Blah! looks so gnarly when he comes out and then he hits the floor and it, even his bones melt yeah and they like deflate it's a cool effect i like it it is it's a really good looking effect that part is all done we get to wrap up the story at home everybody's at home now everybody's okay except the people that aren't but fuck them who cares <laughs> 700 dead <laughs> in small midwestern yeah, the town mom, they're watching the fucking tv report and it's like they don't believe anything oh yeah it's all yeah. mass hysteria and <laughs> like the one reports of town. little green men so they're they're watching it and the mom was gonna go do something but she turns around and there's the the store guy the chinese guy from the beginning the shopkeeper the shopkeeper sorry chinese guy the shopkeep from the beginning and he's just there he just magics his way into the house but the dad <laughs> probably left the door unlocked or something he didn't even have to knock he just he just he just turned to smoke and floated under the door and this is pretty sad he's coming to take gizmo away but you know in fairness he needed to he needed to he basically says you know you people were not ready for the responsibility of this oh he's also pissed he's like the dad's like i bought it from you and he's like no you fucking didn't he throws the 200 dollars down <laughs> <laughs> yeah this old man this old man has walked all the way from chinatown <laughs> in san francisco he's got a ferrari fuck that <laughs> he does no because remember remember they're so poor that they needed that oh, two hundred dollars that's because he, it's because he bought a ferrari and then and then what happens when he leaves he's on foot he just walks into the moonrise oh, fuck my ferrari theory is done sorry he says that everybody is not ready especially you you're, you did with this what you people do to everything you fuck it up basically and then rachel's sitting next to me she goes are they just saying like white people fuck everything up <laughs> and i'm like so I, I, I think you might be saying that i wrote down he says fuck you whitey <laughs> And he puts he puts Gizmo in the box, and then as he's about to walk out, walk out the door, Gizmo like does his cute little squeaky talk, and then the shopkeeper is like he wants to say something to you, and he points at Billy, and then he opens up the box, and you see Gizmo's little face, and he says goodbye, Billy, and that's Howie Mandel, by the way. Oh yeah, that's right, Howie Mandel, <laughs> the voice of Gizmo. That's right. And just as he's about to leave, the dad's like, "Here, I want you to take this smokeless ashtray." <laughs> the shopkeeper's like, "Some asshole tried to sell me one." <laughs> At this gas station, <laughs> wave of the future, <laughs> something like that. He, he says yeah. he says something like that. Like the guy pitched it to him that way. So this might be one of my favorite parts of the movie. So the dad, as the as the shopkeeper is walking away with Gizmo, it's so sad. It's like a bittersweet ending. Like yeah, it's it true is. they're not ready, but, but it's still sad. Billy's losing his buddy because yeah, Billy and Billy and Gizmo became friends. So the closing narration is the dad going basically scaring all the children at the end of the movie, <laughs> going yeah. like, "Well, that's a story." So if your air conditioner goes on the fritz or your washing machine blows up or your video recorder conks out, before you call the repairman, turn on all the lights, check all the closets and cupboards, look under all the beds, because you never can tell. 
there just might be a gremlin in your house. And then credits. And my last note is that Barney was played by the a dog named Mushroom. <laughs> is that the dog's name, Mushroom? <laughs> and that is the cutest fucking thing ever. <laughs> that's a pretty cute name, gotta say. That's that's Gremlins. It's a classic for a reason. Yes, it's stupid. It doesn't make it a lot of sense, but it's delightful and fun. I like it. It is fun. Um, the as I said before, the cracks really show on this. Uh, <laughs> viewing it at forty-two years old, <laughs> I can't help but uh, see all the areas in which I would have gone. Yeah, let's do that differently. It uh, is a let's movie do that differently. It is a movie that is weird that it did so well because it seems so cheesy and dumb. A couple of years later, when Corey Feldman met Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson told him that Gremlins was his favorite movie. Oh, so you know, I mean, that's that's at the time. I say, oh, as he was thinking, like, mm, what am I going to get this kid? To do? <laughs> in fairness, Corey has said he's gone on record that Michael never was inappropriate with him. Did he feel bad about that? Is he like Michael just doesn't think I'm pretty? <laughs> No, maybe. I'm not sure. Corey, I'm sorry. Do we have any final thoughts on the Gremlins? I mean, it, it's always going to be a fun movie to watch. Even even as it shows its age, it's not going to stop being fun. It just, you start to see the imperfections more, you know, but that doesn't make it not fun. It's fun for the whole family with dead fathers and not believing in Santa Claus. That's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. I was honestly worried. I asked Rachel, I'm like, oh, um, what are we going to do when that scene comes up if the girls are watching it? She's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like fuck i was always real straight with my kids about santa claus you know like I, my kids never believed in santa claus we want them to believe in magic-y bullshit for as long as they can it, we don't have much longer is yeah i mean i understand that it's 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 your parenting choice you know like whatever you decide you want to do that's your that's your deal but... because i'm an asshole and i don't believe in anything so it's kind of it's one of those those kids are way too realistic i'm so surprised that this santa thing is still a thing <laughs> hey you know kids are capable of these leaps in logic and well i mean they i think it mostly comes from the fact that they they don't question things in the same way as we do you know it's not that they don't question things they question everything but they don't question things in an analytical way they question things in a sort of almost like wondrous way you know like they believe it they just want to know why my kids are just like they bring presents right cool <laughs> anyways let's that's <laughs> true presents definitely help the lie yeah. go down smoother my final but thoughts we're not doing the goonies podcast right now oh the gremlins. the gremlins Fuck. podcast my final thoughts on the gremlins i really apparently want to watch the goonies again it's a christmas classic don't watch the santa claus with tim allen watch the gremlins instead i'm not gonna say don't watch the santa claus but don't watch <laughs> the santa claus first no like the santa claus is well, the santa claus isn't a terrible movie but it's this is the better movie yeah i don't know why i even brought it up but it's christmas that's why so uh the next time you hear from us it'll be 2022 holy shit and i'll be turning 43 you're an old fuck don't die because it would take way too much time to break in a new co-host <laughs> that's the only reason though. Uh, aside from that fuck my health right <laughs> yeah i don't i i've never met another person with tastes like yours as similar as mine and all that in my entire fucking life <laughs> it gets pretty weird the ad would be like if i posted it on craigslist it'd be like uh must be into movies from the 80s must be into boutique labels because that's where the weird shit <laughs> is if you think adam sandler movies are good you are probably not for me except the late 90s ones yeah i'm like non-negotiable if you think grown-ups is a fucking classic get the fuck out of here <laughs> if you know what mvd means then you might be we might be cool i think i had mvd back in the 90s <laughs> 
Anyways, all right. So caught um, it from a Belgian prostitute. That was the Gremlins. Good old classic. Go fucking watch it. it. It's fun for the whole family. Just you know, cover their ears if you don't want them to hear about how there's no <laughs> Santa Claus. Explain what opening their wrists means. That's, that's social media. <laughs> so I guess we're done. We're do- we're done with the Gremlins. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can do that at on everything at the Shark Pod. By the time you hear this, no, I don't fucking know. At some point, when at some point, just at some point, we'll be po- we'll be done with our 2021 the 13th nonsense on patreon eventually yes at some point this month before the new year it's been quite the adventure with with our old buddy jason there's 11 episodes up on our patreon of that the first one you can get on our main feed if you want just a little sampling of what we did with that whole thing you can find all that shit at patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood there will be more next year one episode a month i i can't find a natural way to say that uh we're gonna spend a year in the asylum where we're talking about all the fucking mockbusters that the asylum have has released well 12 of them specifically one that the rev is going to fucking hate and i'm going to love it to death february oh god tune, tune into it, the february one bitch. we're gonna talk now about you had to remind me we're gonna talk about bound break. and that means he also has to watch 50 shades of gray oh fuck so so keep that in mind patreon.com slash sharks across hollywood but hey we'll be back in a couple weeks our first episode of 2022 is going to be sam raimi's spider-man i figure no way home will be fresh in everybody's mind i I know way too much about it i don't want to spoil anything for those who don't know but spider-man i'm psyched and we're going to talk about it it's going to be awesome i'm always happy to go back and revisit the raimi spider-mans even part three although it's certainly at the bottom of my list it is definitely the worst one (laughs) the three but that's okay there's still some enjoyment there even if we're just laughing at it the whole time but we'll be back in a couple weeks with spider-man our first episode of 2022 but until then stage awesome